The Swinging Palm Trees Podcast with Akin. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And in whatever time zone you find yourself listening, this is the Swinging Palm Trees Podcast. My name is Akin, and welcome, and thank you for joining us. I talk to my guests about the quotes and their lives, and today I have the privilege of talking to a florist. And I'm not going to lie, it's not often I get to speak to one, but when you have a Jamaican florist in the house, (laughs) well, come on now. May I present to you the listener, Jen. Jen, thanks for joining us on the episode. My pleasure. Thank you for having me today. It's been a pleasure. So, Jen, tell us a tiny bit about yourself because we have a limited time at the moment. It's a Friday night and you've got date night with the hubby. So we're going to make this as quick as possible. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm Jen. Full name is Jennifer. Everyone calls me Jen, Jen Panksy. And uh, I live in Tootinbeck and I work in Shoreditch, which is near Brick Lane. Well, just off Brick Lane. And I have a beautiful florist shop. And so not just flowers, we also have plants. Today was a bit of a rainy day. However, I didn't let that stop me. I said rain, storm, winter, summer, all seasons. I've still got to push through. Yes, yeah, so I'll push through today. And today was, um, I'm starting to make wreaths. It's a little bit early, but um, it, I need to start now. So I was just doing some mock-up ones. I'm doing a massive ones for the shop. About to organise or work on some workshops as well for those who want to do wreath making for the festive season. Um, so yeah, I was just doing some mock-up ones and, um, yeah, I love doing it. So each time I do one, I make sure the next one I do is going to be different, different. So the kind of reads that we do, they're not really your traditional. I ain't really down with the traditional. Jen wants to do some funky stuff, some unusual, you know, let's like move from the old school. And it's all about new school. It's all about going like, let your work, your work should kind of reflect who you are as a person. And so minds are a bit over the top. <laughs> <laughs> so when I met you, Jen, it was about nearly a month ago. And you told me your life story in the limited time we had then. Uh, for the listeners, yeah. could you kind of give a bit of a background as to what you used to do before now that you yeah. are a florist who is enjoying what she does? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. So prior to what I'm doing, so um, my role, let's be honest, going to give you to, you know, the whole, all the whole, the whole thing. So my role got made redundant and uh, I thought my life was falling apart when that happened. Literally, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Blah, 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 blah. And so I took some time out, chilled out, you know, took my daughter to school and so on, loving all that time. So I I went back into the industry because I thought, well, that's something you need to do because, you know, you need to feed, you need to pay your bills and blah, blah, blah. And this is banking. This is banking. So my background um, prior was in investment banking, working like within the market data field. And some people who know it is just assisting with the traders, giving them their tools to make money. Yeah, basically. And um, analysing data, which was at the time I thought, oh, wow, this is just amazing. And then uh, after a while, when the job went, I thought, "Mm -mm -mm." 
went to, I did start, I did go back into the industry, as I mentioned before, I thought it's something that I had to do. And the last job uh, was in this uh, invest in um, asset management company. I absolutely hated it. I'm telling you the honest truth. I didn't dislike it. I hated it. Hate is a very powerful word. It's and a powerful word. When I met you, you're such you're such a vibrant person. So when I hear you say the word hate, I'm thinking, my God, there really must have been some voodoo doll kind of hate here. Oh my goodness. No, to the point where I was feeling physically sick daily, yeah? And I was saying to my husband, oh, I'm not feeling this place. I need to get out. I need to get out. It was just an effort, like dragging myself every single day, feeding. And I rang up this uh, consultancy agency who, gave, you know, uh, assisted me with getting the role there. And I said, look, this place is making me ill. I can't. I can't do it. It's literally physically making me feel sick. Anyway, long story short, I just said to him, listen, I can't, I can't, I can't continue. I really can't continue. And um, when I left there, it was just like, wow, a weight off my shoulder. Mm. And you know what? And everyone has got this genius inside of them. Man, this genius has been inside of me for decades. And now it's like exploring, moving. And the nicest thing is being me, being Jen. Yeah. Prior to like when I was in the corporate, obviously, you know, you have to wear the right attire, the right garments and, you know, fit in and blah, blah, blah. And I used to like straighten my hair and stuff like that. I just thought that is just the normal thing to do. As soon as that job went, meant I went to the hairdress. I'm like, get this a something out of my head. <laughs> no, I wanted to be. I stripped it all off, bare bones. Being me was the most beautiful thing that can ever happen to a human being. Mm. Right? I felt free. I feel free. I feel me. And so when I go into the shop now, daily. Tunes after run, right? Big time. I'm bussing, dancing. And that's where I get my creativity. I put on my music. I'm just like now, you know, with a prayer. And it's like, Father God, assist me now. You know, I'm going to be making this and I'm going to be doing that. And I get all my inspiration as well through, like, being creative, dancing, listening to some music that just... You know, get kind of get me going. Mm. I would it be worship, I would be some R and B, I would be some reggae, yes, or maybe even some like uh, jazz fusion or mellow jazz. You know, it gets me moving. And being in this place of being you, as I said, is the most vibrant place anyone could ever be. So it's your creative sanctuary. Yes, absolutely. And I have the most amazing customers come through the door. Even like with the music, there are people who come through the door just dancing. I'm like, yeah, vibes. And a lot of people will say they come through because they feel a vibe. And it's a beautiful place. Yeah, I've met so many 
lovely, amazing people. And some have now become friends, which is amazing. So let's talk about your creative outlet, which is, of course, being a florist. When you told me that you're a florist, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought to myself, how often do you get to see a person of color who is a florist in London? That was the first thought that crossed my mind. And I said, the last time I saw such an example was in Netflix, The Sandman, where there's a scene that the Sandman and his sister walk in the streets of high-end London and they walk past a florist who is a black guy. I'm thinking, hmm, they don't exist or do they? And that was before I met you. (laughs) (laughs) They do. So now being within this industry, I've met a number of black females and males who are now the florists, who've been doing florists for a long time. So there are many of us out there, you know, and um, we follow each other on Instagram. You know, we like each other's posts. We shout out, man, look at that amazing work you're doing out there, you know. Um, So there are, there are more, there are lots of us, some uh, across the waters in South Africa um, that I'm friends with in terms of Instagram. There are people in the States as well doing really awesome work. You So everyone has their own little flavor in terms of how they do stuff. And uh, my flavor is just being me. I just want to be, I don't go do the right grain. I go against the grain. Yeah. So let's talk about this for a second, because uh, when I met you and we spoke afterwards, I checked to see florists and especially florists who come from different ethnic backgrounds. And I realized that the style they have, they bring about their own identity, their own interpretation of what they feel the client wants rather than what is the standard. So what would you say for you would be a perfect bouquet of flowers for a client who is celebrating, I don't know, their first date? And they're in their 40s. Right. Okay. So I want to know a little about the person. Just small, like, do they like colours? Are they more into something exotic flowers? Are they into something rustic? So I'd find out a little bit about the person and work out the bouquet according to what I think the person would like. For example, someone came in today and rang me up and said, look, Jen, I'm looking for a bouquet. I've got half an hour. I'm going to be there in half an hour. Can you rustle something up? I'm like, okay, so what's the occasion? What would you like? Something flowery, something colourful? Um, are you after a more of a rustic vibe, wild? And they said, yeah, the latter. Let's go for something wild. So I got, like, it's now autumn. So we've got the autumn colours. And make sure I try and put in something sustainable because um, we don't want to do too much waste, right? So I would look at putting in certain flowers that I know that the customer can dry out and keep and and, uh, so we don't have too much waste. So most of my bouquets going forward, unless it's a different request from a customer, if I'm making it for... uh, doing a service making it for um customer who comes into the shop or at the store where i work at the weekend then i will make it with sustainable so for example like a hydrangea 
you can keep that, dry it out. And some other things that I put in, you can dry it out. So, you know, if it's a couple that are going out on a date and or it's for, let's say, an anniversary, it's quite nice to keep that. You know, so, oh, my gosh, I remember that, that, that okay you got for me, honey. You know, look at it. It's all dried out. And then it tells a story. There's a story behind it, you know, so that person can just keep that as a little momentum, which I love because I've got so many dried, so many flowers drying out in my house. That was actually going to be my next question. Yes. So they're everywhere, literally in the home, and I dry them also out in the shop. And um, not everything you can dry, but I'd like to do my own testings. So I'll test out to see, okay, yeah, this works. Yeah, yeah, this one works. This is okay. And also like with my plants as well, I I do lots of testing. You know, even though the book says that I want to make sure that I do my own research, my own testing, and then I can say to a customer, look, I've tried it. I've done this. I've tried it. This is how it works for me. So, you know, then I can relay that back to him. And it's been amazing. So the stuff that I dried out, I have customers purchasing the stuff that I dried out as a dried flower bouquet. And what's been your favorite dried bouquet or your favorite plant generally? Yeah, mine's been like wild. Like, for example, I do like um, like spray roses, depending on the colors. Spray roses, they're easy to dry out um, with uh, gypsophilia. Um, nicknames called Baby Breath, some um, Crispadias are lovely to dry out. What other things um, that I use to dry out? And also there's one called Amaranthias, which is the fame flower, which I use quite a lot in my bouquets, and they're amazing to dry out, and I use that quite frequently. Well, this is the Swinging Palm Trees podcast where I'm speaking to the florist known wonderfully as Jen. So, Jen, what quote or saying are you going to share with us on today's episode? I'm going to say, so if you have a desire to do something else within your life, you're in a job that you're thinking, oh, my God, you know, I'm not telling you to just leave and get up and go because all of us need money. We need to live. But if there's something, if there's a genius inside of you and you want to branch out, give it a go, mm. right? Give it a try. You know, as long as you know you've got some other source of income coming in, but um, don't let that passion inside you just disappear. You know, all of us got geniuses in, inside of us. You know, don't give up on your dream. Just, just go for it. I went through without a penny, literally. And now I have customers, I have my clients. It's like, it's a long time building up and I'm still building. Would you say if you were given the choice now to go back in time and take on your career as you have it now, would you do that rather than doing banking? Yeah, I would continue doing, working with what I'm doing now as a florist. Okay. It's amazing. The create what you can create is just beyond. I can't explain to you. I get adrenaline when I'm starting to create something. I'm like, pow, 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 pow. Did you really do that, Jen? And I look back at some of my work, my work, and I'm like, did you do that? 
damn, that was you. Speaking of creating wonderful imagery, could you cite an example where you've been commissioned to beautify a location and it's been a challenge, but you look back and said, that was some good stuff in the end? Yeah, well, I did a client recently. There was a few challenging things, which um, I'm not going to mention on this podcast. Of course. I looked at the work and I'm like, wow, you've done that? Yeah, they they asked me to do a piece of work for them. They wanted something above what they normally do. They they're quite conventional, so they went for something uh, challenging, something colourful, something bright, something um, artistic, over over the top. Yeah, and I thought, okay, nice, like that. So that means I was able to get my hands into this thing, and. Uh, yeah, and I asked them for the pictures, like, and they had a photographer take the pictures of the work that I done, and it's beautiful. Mm. Mm. It's beautiful with a bit of music. You're crafting, you're um, working it through. It's a bit of art. Like some people are thinking, okay, if you're going to be doing some like floristry work, it's not just getting a flower and putting it in that vase. It's art. It's art. It's creating. It's defining that um, flower into something, some artwork to beautify it, right? It's like if a customer would say, look, I've got this item of clothing and I want to show it to certain customers. However, I like a bouquet that will complement that colour. So I would make something that will complement that. Yeah, so all about floral is not just putting flowers together. It's a creation. It is art. Okay, I have a couple more questions. The first is, you mentioned earlier that you play your music while you're working on your art with the flowers and the plants. Do you have a particular song that you always go back to? No, it depends on what I'm feeling that day. No, Um are you allowed to mention certain artists? Yeah, 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 you can. Listen, Anderson Park, trust me, tunes is rolling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then there, when I want to like go on a different vibes, I put on Chronics. Okay. Yeah? Right. So I was feeling Chronics this week and it was Chronics Radio, whole heaps of tunes. And yeah, and I had this girl working with me. And we danced, and we worked, and we danced, we danced, and we we, we had fun. Listen, this is about work. So, guys, listen, your work has got to be fun. I mean, life is short. Life is just to enjoy. You know, I remember my last job, I, I did have fun. I miss my colleagues, yeah? The people I used to work with, we used to have banters, having a laugh. The job was just that, shut <laughs> But the, 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 the laughs we used to have, mate. But now, honestly, it's just a different kettle of fish. It really is. Jen, I know we have to leave because you have prior engagements right now. So this is one of the shortest podcast episodes. But that being said, this has been one of the 
most fascinating ones. Hopefully you'll come back again where we'll talk about more stuff in depth. But before you go, Nigeria is going to be celebrating its Independence Day tomorrow. If you're going to create a bouquet of flowers or plants for the Nigerian High Commissioner and you're going to present it to him, what would you have as part of your lineup of plants? Well, I would put in there um, Bird of Paradise, really tropical colours. I will put in some Amaranthias, some Crispadias as well. I will put in some Dahlias to give it that vibrant, that really nice colour. And also for scents, for smells, I will put in some beautiful eucalyptus. Yeah, and just vibe that out. Yellows, pinks. Um, purple vibing that out, and yeah, amaranthias and theriums, colorful. You know what? On behalf of all Nigerians, I salute you, <laughs> <laughs> Jen. Thank you so much for coming on to the Swinging Palm Trees podcast. How can people get in touch with you, or if they want to buy your wonderful products, how can they get in touch? Uh, check me out on Instagram which is at Jen's Plants and Florist. Okay, and that's it. And if you would like to be a guest on the Swinging Palm Trees podcast, ping me an email to theswingingpalmtree at gmail.com. And until next time, be well and the packs of Obiscom. Come on, 